What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Back for another one. Today we are missing our our hermano, uh, KGB. Yeah, is it not weird that the stuff going on in the world and the guy missing today is KGB? <laughs> it's a little peculiar it's a little suspicious i'm not laughing at the situation i'm laughing at the joke it's very very true i actually want i mean i know i'm pretty sure you have some subjects you want to talk about or certain things but i actually wanted to talk about the seriousness of the shit going on in the world and being a parent let's do it i don't know you're you're the resident uh war expert too so i think there's some stuff we can learn from this i mean i don't know if we're gonna learn if, if maybe I might stoke fear in, in people, but well, you do that every week. It doesn't matter. That's fine. But I mean, honestly, and I want to ask you this seriously. Like, I don't know how much you and your and your lady have spoken about it, or if you and your and the kids talk about it because you have older kids. But the truth of the matter is, is that we are in a in a situation internationally with this war in Ukraine that could potentially boil over into nuclear war. Right. Like it, it is not it is not a far fetched thing to say. I mean, in fact, Putin has said, right? You know, he has threatened it and put his his nuclear arsenal um, on high alert. And if you if you know a little bit of what's going on, and you look at the situation, and I look at it from different perspectives, I follow uh, news news agencies from different countries sometimes to see what's really going on. Yeah, it's really really fucking scary. And and you know, since I'm really into that shit, I, I tell my girl about it. And she sometimes sees that I, I'm a little like like freaked out. And so she gets fucking super petrified. And and you know, like the other day she tells me, she's like, uh, well, first of all, leading up to it, I'm telling her, like, yo, this shit's about to go down. Right. And a lot of people were like in, in in denial or didn't even know what the fuck was going on. And then I had to drink champs. I come home, you know, I knock the fuck out after drink champs. And then I wake up and my girl's like, Did you see the news? And I was like, it started, huh? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, turn on. And then it was the invasion. And then the day after that, she goes to me, so what do we do? Like, what what happens next? Like, what happens if there's a nuclear war? Like, wh- what's the plan? Right. And I'm like, there's no plan. Like, there really is no plan for that. Like, that's it. It's a wrap. I'm not saying that. What the?
Recording in progress. Recording stopped. Yo, as soon as you start talking about Russian invasion, our fucking podcast goes to shit. That shit is crazy, right? That's not the first time that's happened to me either. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me start recording again. <laughs> recording yes. in progress. I don't know if we're going to... Well, I'll just say it. So we got cut off. I don't know if we're going to end up connecting the dots here. I don't know if it was saved, but... You were talking about the invasion of the Russians into Ukraine and how that hit home at your side, you know, your conversations with your with your lady, right? And she asked you, what's the plan if this shit breaks out into nuclear war? And you said... Right. And I said, there is no plan because that's it. Like, there's not not much you can do. And I'm not saying that everybody would die in one false swoop, like, like, but I'd rather be on the dead side than the surviving side. Let's put it that way. Oh, if right, if you get hit with radioactive shit. No, just new. If a nuclear war happens, this is not the atomic bomb of the '40s in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. This is this is a three thousand times more powerful one warhead, mm -hmm. and this would be thousands of warheads. If not, at the very least, hundreds of warheads for sure, but probably thousands that would be exchanged because it's it's called mutually, mutually what is it? Mutually shared destruction. What is it? What do they call it? The fuck. <laughs> that's that's like that's the type of warfare that nuclear war is. It's it's meant to say like okay, if we see someone launch, then we're launching. We all know we're all like if we're gonna die, you're gonna die. Oh. That's that's what nuke war ends up being. It's the end of the world, basically, or basically, most yeah. of it. No, no, it is because if you don't die in the actual explosions of the actual bombs, you will die from, uh, you know, radioactive fallout. You will die from nuclear winter, which means that those big plumes will cover our atmosphere and not let the sun in for months at the least, maybe years. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then everything dies in terms of food and, and, and you know, anything. That, the water is going to be radioactive. So, yeah, it's like you'd have to maybe live in some mountain somewhere that maybe you fucking survive. Right. Anyways, point is, is that it's fucking gloom and doom. And and as a parent, like if it was just me by myself or me and my girl, like I wouldn't stress shit so much. Like I'd be like, I lived. I did my life. You know, boom, I'm good. But having kids and and, and seeing that kind of stuff that is potentially could happen. It's fucking stressful, man. It is. I mean, there's no denying that. I <clears throat> we don't talk about it. So I think your question originally was like, do do we in my household talk about it? We don't go in, in that deep. We I think the the most gloom and doom we've discussed with respect to what's going on in in that part of the world now is the likelihood of a <clears throat> excuse me of of World War Three, right? Just as soon as they set foot into NATO territory, shit's about to go global out this motherfucker. But that's nuclear war. There's Whoa. no right. Yeah. Like so, so I don't want to fuck you up. And I was telling my boys yesterday. No, you already did. Because because a lot of people around me, and and I would imagine most Americans for the most part, they just really don't tune into this stuff. They tune it out. They don't know. A lot of the history behind it. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on all the history, but I, I I bring myself up to speed quick, and I know enough already that I can bring myself up to speed quick. Right. 
and it, and it helps you understand what's going on. And you can kind of like make assessments, like calculated assessments of what potentially could happen. And so I was telling my boys, I was watching, um, I watched this, a lot of Indian news coverage. Mm. And there was one, there was one uh, interview with two generals, two retired generals in, in, from India. And they were saying how, you know, they were talking about the whole situation. And then the, one of the generals said that they had trained, they have actually have a relationship with Russia, right. the Indians. And I don't know if you know, in, in the UN, at the Security Council, they 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 basically said no con. I don't know what the word. They abstained. Abstained. They didn't side with us, and they didn't side with the Russians. But by not siding with us, right. being kind of an ally of ours, they basically sided with the Russians. So, right. and that's because they have a long relationship uh, with them, economically. I would assume more than anything. And but well, obviously militarily, because the general was saying that they have uh, they had done uh, military games with them. Okay. Yeah. Like you know so war games where they trained together and stuff. And the dude was like, he plainly said, look, the Russians, they have, a, they train to use their nuclear weapons. Mm. Like they train to use them because they will use them. Like he, the guy was like, no doubt about it. They, they want, they will use their weapons. Shit. Mass destruction. And, and, you know, and, and so, then you start to look at other things that are scary. So, of course, the reason why we haven't gone into Ukraine, anybody's like, oh, we need to go fucking over there. Fuck up. The nah, bro. That's that it. That's it. World War Three. And that's what Putin said. If you guys come in. Right. Which is already scary because there's a little rhetoric from the Russians saying that the sanctions is already an act of war. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You strangle them. Yeah. What What one of the things that I was watching said, I don't know if it, I think it was a, a Chinese, a dude from China uh, talking one of their politicians and he basically said that the rhetoric okay it's one thing to do sanctions but it's another thing the rhetoric that you attach to the sanctions like a lot of the people in nato are saying we're gonna like you know like we're gonna strangle you ah yeah yeah yeah. you know it's like do the sanctions bro but shut the fuck up and just (laughs) let the sanctions work like we don't need an escalation by rhetoric bro for that i'd rather we just go to war then right if you're gonna fucking get get us all killed by talking shit (laughs) You know, and so and so the the so the you know the, the thing that's worrisome is that we put a, a bunch of NATO troops on the border of Ukraine and Russia that are NATO countries, and they're trying to create back channels with the Russians, which is a lot of real dicey thing too politically because they want to make sure that the Russians know exactly where the NATO forces are so they don't accidentally bomb them. Mm. But it's it's dicey politically because by creating that back channel it sends a message that you kind of condone what they're doing. Right. So it's like weird, but, but that's, that's how close we are to world war three. That if, if the Russians even perceive a movement on the border to be an offense, they're going to bomb. Or if they miscalculate and think that those are Ukrainians and not NATO because it's so close and they bomb that could, that could start world war three. So it's, it's pretty fucked up, man. (sighs) I feel like there's no win at the end of the day with this shit because, like, on the one hand, Russia's trying to, you know, grow their landmass and become a bigger continent almost, right? So, like, okay. Or take back what they had before. Right, right, right. Regain, right, right. Right. Regain Uh, their losses. And then that, I mean, so 
Latvia is next, and there's a whole bunch of other countries that are likely going to be in the path here, right? If they're not in NATO, for sure. Right, for sure. But even still, I, I could see the, like, let's assume they do take over Ukraine. I could see them having the balls to be like, all right, fuck that. I don't care if you're in NATO. You guys yeah. were ours. At least not from what I've been watching. There's, like... The Russians are, are are pretty are they are crazy in that sense that they're like they're they're taking us on the brink. Yeah. Right. But they but if you try to like look at it, you know, from their point of view, they're just basically saying like you NATO's been creeping on us. We need we need to stop anybody that hasn't become NATO. We need to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. So that's basically what they're doing, you know. And and there's other economical reasons like what these countries have that they need add to their oil reserves, all this different shit. But mainly, you know. From what I've been seeing, it's the NATO expansion, and um, and so they'll only go to countries that are not NATO mm. because they know at that point, then then you really don't give a fuck, and you're just like, let's just go to nuke war, you know. So I don't think they're gonna they're gonna try to go beyond Ukraine and into NATO. I think there's another. I forget there's a country under Ukraine that's not NATO. Yeah, I um, forget. No, Belarus one, is not it. No, but Belarus is their their partner. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> There's one under it that that I was watching something that they said that the, the the president of Belarus fucking accidentally leaked that the plan is to get that country too because he had like a press conference where he had a big ass map with a stick and then it showed it yeah. showed that country in like the war plans. <laughs> what? Yeah, let, let me ask you this because like you you hear the news around the the demonstrations in Russia, you know, people opposed to the war. You, if you believe U.S. media, they're telling you that the Russians, the Russian soldiers that are even kind of marching toward taking over Ukraine, are even like half stepping, yeah, you know, around taking action, right? I, I don't know, so I don't, I don't know how much I buy it because again, it's U.S. biased media, right? So I, right, they're that's in their interest. They want to make it seem that way. Um, how much weight does that, in your opinion, give? Russia from back you know like to to have Russia back off their own people saying yo we don't want this I don't think it does anything not not for as long as Putin and his government is in control because remember these these are basically dictatorships and he and he feels that he knows what's right for the country right um as you know he's thinking long term a lot of these countries are not like us you know, the way that they strategize and look at the world, they look like China has a long game. They'll sit and wait generations for shit to happen. Mm. I feel like to an extent, Russia too, you know, like they'll, so I don't, I, I think the way he looks at it is like, yo, um, I'm, I run the show. You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You guys are my kids. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to spank you. Let's keep it moving. And, and you can't really, I'm sure that there are Russian soldiers doing what they're saying. But you can't take these things as these isolated stories as the whole, because look at how how much we heard about in the Vietnam War, all the protests with the soldiers, right. but the war went on for years. Right. You know, it happens in all wars. There's people that change sides. There's people that protest like it happens. But at the end of the day, if the tops keep moving the, the fucking chess pieces forward, it's just going to keep it's going forward. forward. The only thing that I think that could potentially slow it down besides the sanctions is China really telling russia to chill out because do china you, has do you think well, they would there's a lot of i mean i this is 
I want to get back to to yeah, dad life, and, dad and, life, and this and this shit. But I again, I'm watching a lot of things, and there's a couple of things that that have happened. China obviously has their eye on Taiwan and is looking at to see how this plays out for Russia to see what how the world reacts to see basically what's going to happen when they take Taiwan. Um, but I do think that the Chinese they prefer that to take over by economic ways. Mm. Like, like they're, you know, everything that's happened with China has made them a huge economic power and to protect their interests, they've grown their military. So it would be, it would be like self-destructive in terms of their strategy worldwide to like have world dominance through economic power. Um, if like the world goes to war, it goes to shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they have, debts in all these different countries that they you know that, that people owe them money you know they have relations with europe even with america there's a lot of economic stuff happening you go to world war three this is a wrap they don't win either so i just think that they're gonna they're gonna hold out and they're not gonna do anything in public to shame because russia's kind of like their ally right now they made a like a pact yeah before this started but i think that if it if it if it gets too too crazy they're definitely gonna step in and try to fucking you know do something to like but but they've said straight up, whatever happens is it's got to be in the in favor of Ukraine, like in favor of Russia in the sense that Ukraine doesn't join NATO. Oh, OK. And the problem is, is that the Western powers are saying we can't promise that. I'm going to be honest with you. This is where we're at in the world. And this is what sucks about the world. Everybody fucking is macho. Like this is when I say to myself, how can anybody in government or policing or in anything sit there and diss the hood? for gangbanging, for, for shooting up blocks, for, for retaliation on the homies. But we do that on a world stage all the time. Mm. Grandstanding macho bullshit that gets everybody killed. Right. You know, and that's where I feel like, like not for nothing, man, like Ukraine, it probably cannot become NATO, bro, because that's where it's all going to go down. If it becomes NATO, it has to become a neutral state. I don't know. You know, I don't know any other way around it. And that's only one thing. I'm sure that it's going to be difficult now because this shit's so crazy. But let's dial back to the fatherhood side. of Yeah. This. Besides being worried for my kids having a fucking life, you know, post <laughs> apocalypse, <laughs> uh, even also as a father watching, you know, the news of the Ukrainian families and kids, you know, being subjected to war and kids being killed or maimed. So that's just fucking heart wrenching, man, to see that shit. And what's crazy and what makes me sometimes get chills is that, you know, they were in denial that this was going to happen in Ukraine. Oh, really? Yeah, they were in denial. They actually were telling the U.S. to shut the fuck up because the U.S. was kept telling them it's going to it's about to happen. It's It's going to happen on this on this specific day. And it didn't happen on that specific day. So, like, we told you guys to shut the fuck up already. Like, stop hyping it. They thought we were hyping it. And then it happened. Literally the day before, and I'm watching interviews with civilians where they're like, man, you know, one day I, I, it's a normal day and I wake up and it's war all of a sudden. And we weren't prepared. Yeah. And and so they didn't prepare uh, rations. They didn't prepare emergency plans. So there's a lot of people saying now the next humanitarian issue in Ukraine for the civilians, besides being bombed and and killed by by the war machine, is starvation. Mm hmm. You know, the, the basically the Russians could starve the people into submission. And and so and there was one dude saying he has a three year old. Uh, I saw another one with, a, with a, like a two year old. They're, they're like trying to 
put headphones on the kids watching devices so they don't hear bombs and they don't not telling them that there's a war you know like like that's fucking that's freaky to me man that to have to have to you know have kids in that situation i try to just bring it back home you know i I try to have my kids understand what's happening but i play it kind of in the middle because i don't want them to get too deep into it and get afraid right right and they shouldn't but like for for instance my 15 year old she she's heavy into tiktok and like like that's her entire world outside of like walking to school and walking back like that's where she spends a lot of her time and i'm like yo this is one of the the negatives of you spending so much time on social media like this, right? Because you have no idea what's happening around you and what that impact can potentially be to our daily lives. And, you know, we sat down and we had a conversation about it. I was like, yo, look, you see this conflict over here? This could, this is like a moment away from turning into World War III. And I didn't get into the nukes or anything like that, but I did say like, what do you think happens if a, a global war happens? You just study World War II, like, do you remember what the fuck went down there? And she started, like, we started to connect the pieces. It was freaking her out because my, my daughter's also a worry wart. Like, every little thing, like, freaks her out. But I'm like, yo, this is real life. Like, this is how governments operate, countries operate, and then we're the victims at the end of the day based on the decisions that our country leaders make, right? So the same, we didn't get that far, but the same thought hit me. I'm like, yo, so what's the plan? If in fact shit goes sideways, like how do we survive? All right. And I don't fucking know. Like you got the people that have been packing like um, you know, the I forget what the bunkers and shit. You know, the I forget what they're called, the group of people that believe in all that, but like they're ready. Readier <laughs> than right. than I might be and maybe Dooms Doomsdayers, no? Yeah. And they got the what is it, the bugaboo or not bugaboo, what is it? The boogie bat whatever. You got one of them the shits, don't bag, you? Yeah. Boogie bag. But or bug out bag, I think it might be. Anyhow. I do. I gotta update a bug a bug out bag. You're right. You're right. Bug out I, bag. I, I do have one, but I have to update it though. Like I might fuck around and have to go get me a bug out bag now just to try. Right? But I mean, you're not talking to your kids about any of this stuff. No, well, not your kids. Your daughter probably would be the closest, but even her like No, bro, I would never Yeah, there's no point. Never, never, never. Yeah, but it... I, don't know. I mean, shit, just even talking to my boys, <laughs> I see the worry when I tell them and they're grown as men and I'm breaking it down to them the way I'm, you know, hearing and seeing things. And they're just like my boy, my boy, Paul, he's been a guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, Drink Champ Sports. He started drinking. I started telling him and he just started pounding down beers. He's like, yeah, this is, I got I need some drinks right now. It's hard, though, bro, because I don't blame anybody for like turning it off. Like I, I try not to watch the news, but when shit like this is going down, I have to, I have to pay attention. I could tell you that, I, I, I turned it off for a good period of time from yesterday to today, and my mood changed for sure in the positive. Yeah. Um, but the minute my eyes open in the morning, I want to check the news because I, I feel like there's something that's happened. Because I think it's daytime while it's nighttime. Yeah, in that time, in that part of the world, so a lot of things are happening, even though most of the war shit probably happening at night. But, anyways, yeah, man, it's just it, it's just crazy, man. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think sometimes. I don't know, but look, let's switch gears for a second, okay? Yeah. So you know that my my youngest daughter has been dealing with uh, eczema. I mm-hmm. sent you guys a pictures, a couple of pictures. 
So the worst of it was three weeks ago now, roughly. Like it was like open sores is what she had on the backs of her legs. Her up and down her legs, it was just she she's itching a lot, like scratching. Oh, she was scratching like crazy. And you know, they tell you not to because it makes it worse, but how do you tell that to a five year old kid? Like, yo, you gotta stop. They can't control it. So We've been battling. We finally went to, um, uh, I was going to say a skin doctor. Uh, what are you, a derm, a dermatologist. And they prescribed us some some creams. Like It was like one that was like specific for the cuts that she was having, and then one that was more like a, lo- a thick lotion. Yo, it's been two weeks since we started. Yo, the change is dramatic, bro. Like, I am shocked. Like, we thought we had this shit under control. We talked about this a while ago. We had it under control with, like, over-the-counter stuff for the most part. This stuff that we got now, it's I mean. It's like a steroid, though, right? I'm not sure. I don't think it is. It's it's more like a, like a diesel-ass cream. It's really thick. And, yo, I mean, the, the challenge is it's white. So, like, when it comes on, like, it gets on their clothes and stuff like that. So, it, it could be All a little right. annoying, but... Uh, like it has made such a difference for her and now she's at a point where like it doesn't even itch but we're still doing the maintenance to make sure that that shit just dries up and doesn't you know have any more issues so like yo i'm so thankful because we were at our wits end like we didn't know what the fuck was going on so you hadn't gone to the dermatologist up to this point nah man we hadn't i thought for sure you had already nah because because to a certain point we were we had it under control and we just never thought about it we were just like all right this in our head, it was like, yo, we just got to hit it with creams. We got to find a cream that works and just keep doing that. Right. Not really fully understanding the extent of what she was dealing with. And I think when we got like a bitter blast of cold up here is when the shit just started to flare and go out of control. And from there, we were like, all right, we got to get professional help because this shit ain't working. So I'm happy to report she's doing a lot better. I'll, I'll probably post some pics on like the gradual yeah, changes. Have, and you have to post what the medication is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm put that up there too. And just the steps you took so that if anybody's having that problem, they go to dermatologist, get it prescribed. Yeah. It has to be prescribed, right? Yeah, it was prescribed. Yeah. Yeah, we might, I might, I'm going to have to, I haven't really paid attention to how bad my daughter's eczema. I know my son has a little bit of eczema. I know she's, my daughter's scratching a lot, but it just, visibly, it doesn't seem like it's as bad as it was before. So, but I, my my girl for sure is on top of it. Yeah. So I got to find out. Yeah, bro. That's good, brother. What's up with your kids, though? Dude, um, bro, did, didn't I hit you guys up about about my son and the craziness in that week? Yeah, I did. Maybe. Remember I told you? Yeah, about the piece that he ate. Oh, about, yeah, 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 yeah. About the stuff in his, in his diaper, like all yeah, that crazy yeah. shit that happened. Yeah. And you froze. And you're back. <laughs> so yeah, so he had he has swallowed a a a tiny piece of a, a he, plastic spoon, right? Well, we don't know that he swallowed it for sure. Got it. But it he we gave I gave I gave him a plastic spoon, one that comes with like a a, a takeout meal. Yeah. And he he throws the spoon on the table, and I look at the spoon after a few minutes, and there's a chunk missing in the spoon. My girl freaks out. I mean, we both freak out. Takes him to the emergency room. 
well, we call a hotline on his insurance car and they're like, take him to the emergency room just to be safe. Yeah. Um, and they did the x-rays, but then they're like, oh, the x-ray won't, may not see it. <laughs> Thanks. It's like, what the fuck is the point then, you know? Right. And so they didn't see anything in the x-ray. And then they were like, I told my girl, I was like, I, I feel like the stomach acids would make it small enough that he could shit it out. No problem. And she was like, no, no, it doesn't. Do it. And the doctor said, yeah, the, the stomach acids, if, if it's in the stomach, it'll probably bring it to a point where he could just shit it out. And they Evacuated. said just to look out for the color of the stool to make sure there's no internal bleeding. Yeah. Which I didn't know the color would be green. It, yeah. It could be green. It would be green. It would it would definitively be green. Yeah, because yeah, because your blood is what it, what color is our blood in our body? Blue. Yeah. And then purple, blue. Yeah. And then it, when mixed with brown shit, oh, it becomes green. That makes sense. That was, that was news to me. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that shit. Okay. Which which fucked me up because all of a sudden my daughter takes a shit the other day and it's fucking a big ass green Mahone. <laughs> and I'm looking at my girl like, do we got to worry? <laughs> what does she eat? No, she just had a bunch of broccoli. <laughs> yeah. So I, I freaked out because all of a sudden I know this. <laughs> for, you guys at, for you guys at home, just make sure, you know, make sure it wasn't a big vegetable day in your crib. Right, right. Yeah, we don't want to. <laughs> Fucking freak you out or nuke war and green shit. But, uh, but, um, but, and then the other problem that he had that week, and uh, he woke up really, really bad fever. He looked super down. My son is super hot, like happy and, and playful and hype and makes noises. And he's in the, in the morning, you know, he's a really, really a, a morning happy kid, morning and, person. And, yeah. And he just looked like down and his eyes like were closing to the point where I was so scared because I felt that his body was so warm to see him closing his eyes, like made me think something really bad. And I'm like, wake up, wake up. Like I'm damn near slapping his face. Like I, w- I didn't do that, but I was like, wake up, yeah. keeping him awake. And and then I opened his diaper up, this first diaper of the morning. And he has like these little brown speckles on the diaper and like a little brown piece of something like on his balls. And um, I clean it up. It didn't. It, it looks like little poops, but it didn't smell like anything. And it was all by the area, you know, not by the his front ass. part. So it wasn't by, yeah, it wasn't on his butt part. So, and I clean his butt, and there's nothing. So we went, took him to the doctor for that. And the doctors, you know, checked his urine. He his urine was, had a little bit of a, of a high protein. Oh. And then, it, yeah. So then they wanted to check him a couple of days later. And what was most important is that his fever had went down. That was the, the, the most important part. And then they, we took him a couple of days later and, and his was urine gone. was fine. Everything was fine. And the, that stuff stopped after like three diapers. It was like gone. Like it kept fading. One, The first one was bad. Second one was a little bit. And then the third one was like very small amounts of it. So we have no clue. The doc had no clue what the fuck that was. That They're trying weird. to say it was probably poop. We don't think it's poop. But it was in the front part of the diaper too. And, and my girl took that shit to the nose, like damn near sniffed it like yeah. it was cocaine. And she said it didn't smell like anything. So I didn't I didn't dare to go that far. But <laughs> but, yeah, but, and then but he's been told, good. Yeah, he's been Since. good. And that happened first. And then the spoon thing happened when we told the doctor uh, about the spoon thing, too. The doctor was like, man, you guys had a hell of a week. <laughs> and, he, and then you should tell him what you tell me all the time. Yeah, doctor, you haven't been any help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it did. so that happened, and then my 
daughter, she's still dissing her brother and being foul to her brother. I don't know when that's going to change. Bro. So like today, today we had an incident. She woke up in the morning. This it's the morning is the it could it's either way it could go either way. But she comes down. She's like every morning she's like demanding a, a, some kind of a treat, some kind of a she wants a snack of some sort. A treat, a treat, a treat. And then if you God forbid you you say no or you hesitate on saying yes, she goes full fucking tantrum on you. <laughs> so we, my, you know, we're like, yeah, you're gonna get your treat. So she, we're walking to the kitchen. My son's already up. He's a happy guy. He's running around. He's happy to see his sister. He's like, ah, jumping around. Still not talking. But that's another issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then we tell her, hug your brother. Say good morning and hug him. And she's like, no. And, and then my girl's like, well, you're not going to get a treat then. Ah! We're like, just hug him. No. Ah! Hug him. Ah! No treat. I watch it. Yo, goes bananas. Oh, my God. Bonkers. Crazy. Um. And then finally, when the tantrum is getting over and she realizes she's not going to get a treat, she's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> she goes to hug him. And then he's like, hands out, like, no, get away. And then she freaks out again. Ah! Oh, he doesn't God. love me now. <laughs> it's, it was, it's wild, bro. Damn, son. That sucks, man. Why is it so bad? Like, by now, I would have for sure thought it was it would have been fine. Yeah, no, it's not funny yet. I mean, it's got, I feel like it's gotten better, but it's like really snail's pace Mm. of it getting better. But I feel like it's a little bit better than it was before. (sighs) De madre. Well, Kay, we miss you, bro. Hope you come back from wherever you are soon. (laughs) I was going to turn my stem player on. Yeah, why don't you do that? Why don't you take us out with a little stem? (laughs) A little stem stem? Let me see. It should look like it came from a UFO and shit. Yeah, so that that new Kanye album, uh, our friend EFN has has bought the little pot, the speaker pod joint with the album in it. He's gonna play us a little rendition. That shit don't turn on, bro. Come on, talk to me, talk to me, Kanye. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you didn't charge your shit, did you? I did. Just don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this shit. <laughs> It's just so far ahead of its time. <laughs> you ain't ready. <laughs> All right, maybe next episode. <laughs> Alright, y'all, till next week. Peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.